0: and helping Christians stay informed about government. This puts a bigger burden on voters to go figure out what's actually going on. This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman on American Family Radio. What Washington should be focused on, that's the subject of the show today what Washington, D.C. should be focused on. That's what we're going to talk about today on the show, Exposing Washington, American Family Radio Network. Glad to have you with us this Saturday afternoon. Uh, A lot going on, as always, in the news, and we're going to talk about it all, or at least most of it. Exposing Washington is the show AFR.net is our website American Family Radio is the network glad to have you with us If you want to view our podcast page where you can find out all the information you need to know about the show Once again, you can go to our website AFR.net and at the top of the page there You can click on the podcast link and then you'll see the exposing Washington podcast uh, page there so you can find out all information You can listen to the past shows for for at least a month or two on the website and so a great way to keep up with afr a great way to keep up with the show also on your on your phone on your tablet device and now on various different smart tv devices like roku and apple tv you can download the american family radio app on multiple devices and you can Play American Family Radio on Amazon's Alexa, and uh, you can play it, I believe, on Google Home device. So all these different devices going on, we're trying to get applications built for all of them. And so just just search American Family Radio or AFR in your in your local app store, and uh, see if you can utilize that. The last thing I want to say about American Family Radio is this week we had our uh, spring Sherathon this past week. And it was a record-setting share-a-thon. We raised over $2.7 million, had over 13,000 uh, donors across the country come together, join us in the fight for the soul of our country. Standing in the Gap was the theme. And look, if you're a master procrastinator like myself, then uh, you can go ahead and go to our website now and still donate. You can still donate if maybe you missed out this past week weren't able to donate to support the ministry here at American Family Radio, and you want to keep us on the air, go to our website, AFR.net, and you can donate there. Very easy. It takes two to three minutes to donate. Safe, secure, fast, easy way to donate. And uh, we have some offers there also, maybe some T-shirts and things like that that you can get if you qualify for our gift of a certain amount. The, the uh, Another thing I want to mention is this summer, these are some housekeeping items. This summer, I'll be at something called Patriot Academy. Patriot Academy, we've, I've, I've teased at this before, PatriotAcademy.com. What does Patriot Academy do? It's, it's a two- to three-day academy, ages 16 to 25, where students go and learn about the founding of our country, the Constitution, learn about our Judeo-Christian value system that, that, that helped found this country, All of that will be learned, at, or will be taught and learned at Patriot Academy this summer. We have, Patriot Academy has various regional academies across the country, five to six different regional academies, so there's probably one near you. Go to their website, PatriotAcademy.com. I'll put a link to that on the podcast page on our website, AFR.net. But if you have a student and you would like to send them to Patriot Academy, it's a great, great thing. Also, they have a, an academy for adults in Texas. So the the regional academy in Austin, Texas at the state capitol there, uh, actually adults can go to that academy. So if you're not just a student and maybe you're an adult and you want to go to the academy, uh, visit the website PatriotAcademy.com. I want to talk about this, this Mueller report, this Robert Mueller, uh, this Russia report that was released two weeks ago. And... We've uh, talked about it. I've talked about the investigation over and over again on the show. So this is not a new topic. But as far as the final report, the final say, the special counsel's office released their report. And what do you know? Exactly what I said. And and that is that President Trump did no wrong. President Trump did no wrong when it comes to the law. That's what Robert Mueller and the Russia investigation concluded last week. And I'll just say this. If 19 Democrat donors who are prosecutors also, if 19 Democrat liberal prosecutors, Hillary Clinton fans, can't find a crime, then there is not one. Then there's not one. If they can't find something to get Donald Trump tangled up in, then there is not there is no there there if you will, as the old saying is. And so, 35 million dollars later, look, I'm reading this article, 35 million dollars is what the what the whole Russia investigation cost. Can you imagine? Can you imagine any other investigation going on for 2 years $35 million and you don't find an ounce of evidence of a crime. And you can say, well, Robert Mueller charged so-and-so over here and Paul Manafort and Roger Stone and blah, 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 blah. No, that has nothing to do with the purpose of the investigation. Those were those were uh, tertiary or uh, I believe the word is, they were secondary, they were peripheral, that's it. They were, those were peripheral issues. They were not main issues. They were peripheral issues. And so that, that argument doesn't count. Uh, So, but, but can you imagine like a a state attorney general at at a very, let's just say in, in Texas, the attorney general's office spends two years, $35 million looking into a crime and they find none. That would be considered a large waste of money And this is no doubt a huge waste of money. And I would say that this did way more harm than good, and I'm not the only one saying that. I want to play clip two here. Someone who actually has not spoken out on this issue very much, Jared Kushner, the son-in-law of the president, also an advisor to the president, here's what he had to say about the impact, the results of this phony Russia investigation clip two. You look at, you know, what Russia did, you know, buying some Facebook ads to try to sow dissent and do it. And it's a terrible thing. But uh, I think the investigations and, and all of the, the speculation that's happened for the last two years has had a much uh, harsher impact on our democracy than a couple of Facebook ads. Well, there you have it. Jared Kushner says, and that, that's pretty, pretty brilliant for him. He says, uh, I think this whole Russia hoax has had a much harsher impact than a couple Facebook ads that Russia bought. And he's exactly right. He's exactly right. And another thing, to, to, to think that that Russia is the only one meddling around in U.S. elections, who are we kidding? Who are we kidding to think that Russia is the big bad bear uh, meddling in U.S. elections, doing Facebook ads, trying to sow dissent? If we think they're the only ones, we are naive. China China has has the U.S. infiltrated all over the place. The Chinese government has people, has informants, has spies all over the place. They're in our universities. They're in our government. Yes, they're in our government. They're all over the place. They're in our military. They're in our intelligence community. So to think that that Russia is the big bad actor here and everybody else is acting good, no. There are countries all over the place trying to influence the US election system. It happens every time we have an election. This is, this is not uh, unusual. I'm not saying it's good. It's not good. But what I'm getting at is to somehow think that Russia is the only bad actor on the stage here. That's not true. China and various other countries, Mexico, they all try to influence the outcome of elections in the United States. Uh, and, and look, the United States tries to influence elections across the world. The United States, look, President Obama's State Department sent money to oust Benjamin Netanyahu in Israel, the prime minister there. Yes, the media didn't cover it, but it's true. Several hundred thousand dollars from from the Obama State Department, I think it was actually under Hillary Clinton, the Secretary of State. What did they do? They sent money to Israel to try to unseat the uh, current prime minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, yes, that happened. Yes, it's documented. No, that's not a hoax. Uh, one more thing that might come, that one more good thing that might come out of this is that some people might be held accountable when it comes to this whole Russia hoax, this whole Russia two-year, $35 million investigation. I want to play clip one here. Rudy Giuliani, the president's personal attorney, he had some good words to say about how maybe the Department of Justice is starting to restore some integrity, clip one. There used to be a DOJ standing policy. You cannot indict a Clinton no matter how much they obstruct justice, no matter how much evidence they destroy, no matter how often they lie, and no matter that they committed perjury. You can't indict a Clinton. It's against the Uh. Democrat Justice Department rules. This is not a Democrat Justice Department, it's not a Republican Justice Department. It's the kind of Justice Department I work for. I prosecuted Republicans and Democrats, and I didn't think either one of them had a monopoly on virtue of vice. So do you think William Barr is actually gonna follow up and hold people I have care? absolutely no doubt. Uh, I have no inside information, zero, other than the fact that this is a man who believes in justice. If you believe in justice, this can't help but anger you and frighten you. Well, there you have it. Rudy Giuliani there, the former mayor of New York City, and also the president's personal attorney. He says, I have... First off, he says, there used to be a policy inside the DOJ, the Department of Justice, that you can't indict a Clinton. You can't indict a Clinton. And I think that policy was there for sure for about 20 years. But thankfully, uh, all those bad actors in the Department of Justice are gone now, at least for the most part. And so... Rudy Giuliani there gives us a little bit of hope It says he firmly believes that uh, that William Barr, the attorney general, will actually start to hold some people accountable. And I think that's a good thing. And I actually believe the same way. You know, look, I'm a pretty cynical person and I'm not going to give credit where credit is not due. But from all the information I have, Attorney General William Barr is a pretty straight shooter a pretty straight shooter, and I think he'll actually, we'll actually see some people held accountable for all of the misdeeds that happened under the Obama administration. I really do. Now, maybe not all of the, of the, uh, all of the misdeeds will be taken care of, will be handled, but I think the most of them or some of them will be taken care of, and I think we're, uh, William Barr is starting to restore some integrity in the Department of Justice and so we'll just keep an eye on that and see how that goes. I want to transition here and actually talk about something, a couple of different things that you actually might care about. Voters actually might care about some of these things I'm going to talk about, because here's what I've discovered. Just I've been thinking about this the past week or two, and that is, and I've, I've thought of this before, but the... The, um, as far as issues that voters care about, the media and the Democrats, and even the Republicans, I'll say, they don't, they're not addressing issues that you and I care about. And not just you and I as conservatives, but even if you're a Democrat and you're listening to the show, people in Washington, Democrats, Republicans alike, they haven't been addressing the issues that when when we're polled, when we're asked questions, the issues that we say are most important to us, Washington, D.C. is not addressing those issues for whatever reason. They're just sitting on their hands. Maybe they like the status quo and the, the, the uh, gravy train of money going through Washington, D.C. But according to Gallup, a well-respected polling firm, According to Gallup, here are the top issues for voters. Health care, the economy, immigration. Number four is the way women are treated in the U.S. Number five is gun policy. And number six is taxes. And the list goes on and on and on. One thing you won't find on this list, well, it's actually at the very bottom before I misspeak here, is the whole Russia hoax. (laughs) The Russia investigation, guess where it falls? Dead last on this poll. Let's see what we have here. We have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. All right. It comes down to number 12 on the list. The Russia investigation falls at number 12 on the list. And guess how much the media has been talking about it the past two years? All the time! They've devoted the vast majority of the network coverage time to this phony Russia hoax investigation. And But back to my main point here, is that when you poll Americans, both conservatives, liberals, Republicans, Democrats, you have healthcare falling at number one, the economy falling at number two, immigration imagine that illegal immigration falling at number three you have women's rights or the way women are treated uh falling at number four you have number five you have gun policy which for the left that would be gun control for conservatives we'd call that second amendment issues and number six you have taxes and so on and so forth i'm not going to bore you with all the rest of them but you get my point here if you watch the if you watch the mainstream media, if you take a, a, a dive into Washington, D.C., you see what's going on there. These issues are not being taken care of. We had the Republicans two years ago tried to pass health care reform and they failed. Thanks to John McCain, the late John McCain, he voted that legislation down. Uh, Thankfully, the economy, President Trump, is actually doing some good for the economy. The economy is booming. Immigration, look, this issue has been left alone for decades. Washington is sitting on their hands when it comes to illegal immigration. And I have a story, actually multiple stories, but I have a story right here in front of me where the Department of Homeland Security is releasing 7,000 illegal immigrants into the country every five days. That's not, that's not illegal immigrants being apprehended. That's illegal immigrants that our own government is busing into the mainland and dropping them off in the streets. That is happening by our own government, which is Outrageous. It's happening under President Trump's watch and conservatives used to get so frustrated because President Obama had this catch-and-release policy, well, guess who else has it? President Trump. And some people are going to say, well, don't you know, Walker, that, that, that President Trump has his hands tied behind his back and there's all these judicial rulings? that keep President Trump from deporting people and blah, 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 blah. The president has the sole responsibility to protect our country and protect our homeland. like it or not, President Trump's Department of Homeland Security is continuing catch and release continuing releasing uh, thousands of illegal criminal aliens into our mainland to walk our streets. Our own government is doing that every single day. And to that, I say shame on them. And I just, maybe this will light a fire under President Trump and he'll start to do something about it. But that is absolutely unacceptable. I don't care which party you're from. I don't care whether President Trump's a Republican, whatever, that's absolutely unacceptable that our own government is undermining their own laws in releasing and letting criminals go in the streets. Letting criminals go in the streets at wide numbers. We got to do something about it. And Congress is not doing anything about it. And the, the Republicans passed tax reform, so they actually did do something on that. And uh, let's see, the last major issue, according to this Gallup poll, is gun policy. But you get my point here. You get my point. And that is that when you ask your average American, what are some of the top issues you care about? You know, they'll say health care, the economy, immigration, on and on and on. Well, when you look at Washington, they're not even addressing any of these. They're not addressing any of these. And I think that's a flat out shame. Why? And I've said this before. Why is Washington doing nothing on illegal immigration? Because they like the way it is. Washington, for the most part, likes the way it is. Why? Well, if you're a Democrat, then this is future voters. All the criminals, the aliens coming into our country, they're future voters. That's right. Illegal immigrants are voting in California. They're voting in New York and other states. So... For the Democrats, why would they clamp down on illegal immigration when these are going to be future Democrat voters? That's the angle on behalf of the Democrats. When it comes to the big-wig Republicans, the establishment Republicans, what's their vested interest? Big business. Big business, multi-billion-dollar business is their vested interest. Why? Because people like the Koch brothers... And others and the farming industry, they all, for the most part, use illegal immigrant labor. They all use illegal immigrant labor. Some of these low wage uh, manual labor jobs like building homes, like uh, lawn care, the illegal immigrants, they do. They take all these jobs. And so if our country starts to clamp down on illegal immigration, guess what? then these countries are actually going to have to start hiring Americans. Imagine that for a change. Companies hiring American citizens for a change. That's why the establishment Republicans don't want to stop illegal immigration. Why? Because the big money donors who fund their campaigns like illegal immigration because it's cheap labor. Because it's cheap labor. And that's their vested interest. So... You get my point there, and that is Washington isn't taking care of the core issues that uh, we all care about, uh, whether it be conservatives or uh, liberals, Democrats, Republicans, so on and so forth. The the last thing I wanted to talk about today is President Trump's administration has been negotiating some sort of peace deal in the Middle East. Jared Kushner, uh, actually who we played a clip of earlier in the show, is heading up this effort. Now, uh, the the realist side of me is, is doubtful that this is actually going to happen. This so-called, uh, well, it's been called a two-state solution in the past. We're talking about the conflict between Israel, the country of Israel, and the Palestinians, or the Palestinian Authority. That's what we're talking about here. Jared Kushner has been heading up this peace deal for over a year now, trying to work out a deal between Israel and the Palestinians. And he said this past week that the whole two-state solution idea has failed, which in my opinion is actually a good thing. It's actually a good thing. Why do I say that? Because we've been trying, the U.S. has been trying this so-called two-state solution, which I would argue undermines Israel. But we've been trying this two-state solution for decades, and it hasn't worked. So the fact that Jared Kushner indicates that this two-state solution We're done with that. It's failed. We're not talking about that anymore. Might actually be a good thing. Might actually be a good thing because, once again, the two-state solution idea is dangerous for Israel, not to mention the Palestinians will not agree to that, and historically they haven't agreed to that. But in good news when it comes to Israel, President Trump declared a couple weeks ago that the Golan Heights is a part of Israel, is maintained on its territory of Israel, the, st- the country. And the reason that's good is because for those who know about the Golan Heights, the, the Golan Heights is a strategic military point in Israel. The Golan Heights is a strategic military point in Israel, and the fact that, that the U.S. now is recognizing the Golan Heights as being solely controlled by Israel. That's a good thing. That's a good thing, because in the past, administrations in the past were too afraid to say that. Why? Because, ooh, we'll upset upset the Palestinians. And I just want to remind everyone that in the Middle East, Israel is really our own reliable, is our only reliable ally. Israel is our, is our only reliable ally in the Middle East because you look around Israel, you have Iran, you have Syria, you have Afghanistan a little ways away, you have Turkey, you have Egypt, Saudi Arabia, and we have semi-good relations with, with uh, Saudi Arabia and Egypt and Turkey, but not as good as Israel. Not as good as the country uh, and the state of Israel. So uh, we'll we'll keep an eye on this and see what the Trump administration does. I am encouraged that President Trump is heading up these negotiations under his administration because President Trump has been very good on the state of Israel. Remember he moved the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem? The past five to six presidents have all said they're going to do this. And they haven't done it. President Trump moved the embassy from uh, Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Now he's declared that the Golan Heights is 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 Israel's territory, which is great news. So President Trump is batting 1,000 percent when it comes to uh, when it comes to Israel. He's batting 1,000 percent. He's 10 for 10 when it comes to policy in the Middle East and protecting our ally Israel and we all know what the Bible says about those who protect Israel those who defend Israel God's people the Bible says that that God will bless those who bless Israel exposing Washington American Family Radio glad to have you with us visit our website AFR.net for more information Download the AFR app on your smartphone and your tablet device. And until then, we'll see you next time on Exposing Washington.